I really, really like this song. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. And we'll go ahead and pause this. And um, sabah, everybody, and welcome back to the channel. It is, um, <laughs> I don't know why I have to check it, but it is 7-11, yes. So in the US or in Europe, or even if you're in Japan, 7-11 is today. So July 11th, um, welcome back. Today is another uh, Saturday morning with tech. Today is episode 28. Um, and we're seeing a few more people joining in. Charlie's coming in. Um, uh, Rahul is in there. Hey, man, what's up? Good morning. Sabah, everybody. And, uh, you know, just hopefully you're having a good day. Hopefully this week has been um, not as stressful as some of the other weeks that we've had uh, in the recent um, months, days, and, and and just overall, you know, time, the current situation. Um, I say this because I, um, not to kind of make it uh, about the situation, but mostly because, you know, I live in a state in, in the United States that's currently uh, peaking in numbers. So uh, things are starting to kind of change a little bit differently. Good morning, Marilyn. Hey, how are you, Scott? Hey, welcome back. Hey, man. Oh, hey, dude. Welcome from Kentucky, man. Appreciate it. Um, but yes, yes, uh, things are a little bit gloomy uh, in, in California, in Los Angeles specifically. But, you know, overall, I think we're um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a good, good positive vibe about that. So uh, with that being said, Sabaho, everybody, welcome back to the channel again. Episode 28 um, today, as usual, we will we will be going through the Q&A's as we tend to do. I really should rename the episode or this this podcast into um, Ask TK Anything, because I think that's generally how it goes. Um, but I wanted to talk a couple of things. First and foremost, I am still running on the Alcatel. Um, uh, this is the uh, Link Zone 2 that was uh, that we used last week. I did learn my lesson. I'm not using it outdoors, so it's not going to overheat. We're still going through a heat wave here in Southern California, uh, somewhere around 105, 107 uh, Fahrenheit for me today, uh, which is roughly about 40, 41 for most of our European uh, followers, uh, unless you're familiar with the Fahrenheit system, which you know we like to use here in the US. Uh, but yes, uh, it's going to be a hot day. It's going to be a, an interesting day. Um, short answer is, uh, what I would say is, it worked great last week with the exception of overheating. And I think that was my mistake. I left it in a spot where it did get hot. Uh, so I wanted to run a second live stream with it. Uh, again, saying thank you very much to Alcatel for hooking it up, as well as uh, you know T-Mobile for activating the line. This is running on the T-Mobile uh, 4G LTE connection. So uh, just kind of a keeping it, you know, just to kind of show it to you guys, this is the, the thing. It's super tiny. It has a, a 4,000 million battery and um, you're able to connect as many devices as you need and you have a, a dashboard to configure it as well. Uh, Aditya Neil, good morning. Sabah or Habib Ahlan. Hope you're, everyone's uh, chat doing well. Yes, no, thank you. Appreciate you joining in. Um, one thing I did want to mention, and I, and I think it does actually automatically auto-generate because I am live streaming as well over on uh, Twitter, uh, is that... Um, it's been an interesting week. We, we heard a couple of things, right? So we've seen more and more leaks and more information about uh, Tyler King. Good morning, my friend. Uh, uh, and then uh, we saw some more information from OnePlus. I mean, obviously, the, the Nord is coming, and it is coming on the 21st. So we know that much. We also know that it is going to have an AMOLED display. So we saw that part as well. Um, we've seen leaks and renders talking about two, you know, two front-facing cameras. And it seemed like a triple camera setup in the back, which I will see. No headphone jack. So those are things that we're looking into it. Um, the big thing that we're, think we're looking here is that, you know, is that it's going to be a mid-range device. Uh, we talked about it last week. And I think also the talk uh, with uh, Josh, uh, Joshua Vergara over on the Pocket Now uh, stream, which I did last week with the podcast over on Pocket Now. Um, 
I think the Nord is really trying to fit in into what OnePlus kind of left. And it's a, it's a, a spot in the price line or in the feature set where I think the OnePlus 8 kind of just outgrew itself. Uh, the OnePlus 8 and the 8 Pro, you know, well, the 8 starts at 699 at 700 bucks. So there's no more uh, a, a device from OnePlus that fits into that mid-range processing or mid-range price point. And I feel like with Apple, well, with Apple releasing uh, the SE 2020, so obviously we're talking about this guy, which I do have a video coming up on this. Um, the public beta for iOS 14 is out, and I I had a, I have a, had an interesting time getting it installed and getting it running. Uh, but short answer, what I would say is, I think Nord is going to be exciting. Nord is going to make a lot of. Um, I think a lot of things that we wanted from OnePlus for quite some time uh, basically come to true, providing us a mid-range device that provides us, you know, the OnePlus experience. So we'll find out exactly. I think we're all going to be finding out exactly how it's going to be. I um, I know that the device is not being released in the U.S., so that's going to be something uh, that we will not be able to work on. Uh, Matt Tyler, good morning. Salaha, welcome back. <laughs> Leak your uh, oh, man. Leak your own uh, your own phone, save on marketing. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, uh, but I think this is how OnePlus does it, right? They do their their teasers and, um, you know, the whole controlled leak. I think we have we have come to accept the fact that companies now they basically leak their own information or they 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 leak their own uh, stuff. Let me go ahead and uh, quiet a little bit on Discord. Uh, just I don't want it to kind of jump over on and take over the conversation, but. Um, the short answer, yeah, um, I think, you know, OnePlus leaking their own. I mean, and they are kind of giving out their own information a bit by bit. Uh, you know, the whole AMOLED screen was shown with, you know, Batman and Robin basically doing a kind of a meme saying, you know, with the whole slap across and a, like IPS LCD, like no AMOLED all the way kind of thing, which I like it. I like the fact that they're sticking with AMOLED. I think that kind of works really good for them. Um, the 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 uh, Well, the fact that it doesn't have a headphone jack at a mid-range is a little bit of a concern for me. Uh, most mid-range devices that we see now coming out are generally uh, supporting a headphone jack. I think the placement of the headphone jack on the t on the uh, high-end version of devices are um, are lacking. And I think uh, we, you know they take them out for specific reasons, but they don't you know they give us accessories to be able to use. At the end of the day, you know there's no reason why, and I'll explain. I'll have to bring this guy here. And we are going to talk a little bit more. You know, there's no reason why if LG can put in a headphone jack in here, if Sony can put in a headphone jack in a flagship device, this is their flagship, the LG V60. The Velvet has a, a headphone jack. And of course, we also see that, um, you know, uh, you know, even Sony's uh, new phones, I'm hopefully the Xperia 5 Mark II will also have a headphone jack. There's no reason why other flagships can't. I don't really understand. We have big enough chassis for the body on the device. There's there's not enough of a, of a good enough uh, reason for them to say there's no space. When they're able to jam a massive battery, they're putting so much. And devices are getting bigger. So uh, this is the S20 Ultra, by the way, which I, I do want to talk to you guys as well about uh, some of the really cool cases that I got from Ghost Tech uh, for the LG V60, which is really cool because I haven't had that many, that many companies reach out for those. Um, and uh, this is actually a kickstand supporting case, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, Chemi's in the uh, in the comments. Aditya, uh, Hamza's in the comments. So um, okay, so um, Aline, 
AlinaFX2. So Xperia 1 Mach 2 update, comparing a lot of HDR content, viewing against the 11 Pro, colors uh, more true to life with the Xperia 1 Mach 2 and no black bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, li I, I like your appreciation. Uh, so uh, he actually has uh, the Xperia 1 Mach 2 and he's been rocking it since, well, it launched early, obviously, and he was able to get it. Um, I think in the US, if I'm not mistaken, it's still slated in to be on the 24th. So another couple of weeks, not next week, but the week after. So all pre-orders should start shipping out. And we only have the black color that's available here. Um, you are you are able to import it. And I think that's how he got it. He got his imported and he was able to basically start rocking it way earlier. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Matt Tyler also is rocking. <laughs> uh, all of the guys, all, all the all the guys in the in the stream are rocking the phone. So um, there is a three-phase pre-order plan for the OnePlus Nord. Oh, in the UK. So next wave will pre-order will be on the 15th. Uh, and uh, on the 15th, July 1, Oh, so the first, the first pre-order wave uh, in the UK will be on the 15th. So I think that's next Wednesday. So those are the pre-orders. Uh, the announcement will be on the 21st. I'm sorry if I made it sound like it was going to be available at that time. But thank you. Uh, thanks, Matt. I, I, I realized that it, the the Nord is pretty much slated to go uh, Angel uh, Valentin. But, uh, Valentine, I think hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Good morning. Uh, yeah, it, it's... It's slated to go into the Asian market as well as the European market, but for some reason, skipping the entire part of the U.S. Um, it is rated. It is going to have 5G, which I think that's one of the other things that we saw with the leaks, as well as the 765, which is reason why it has 5G. Um, out of the 7 series processors, only the 765, which was announced at the same time as the 865 back in, I think was it November of last year when we were at the Qualcomm Summit. And those are the two processors, mid-range and flagship, that obviously offer X55. Uh, the other announcement that actually speaking of Snapdragon, since we're talking about that, uh, Qualcomm unveiled and took the veil off of the Snapdragon 865 Plus. Um, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not, I mean, I understand why they do it and I realize what's the benefit there. Um, I saw an, a video that was posted from Android Authority talking about a little bit more about the 865 and the rationale behind it. And I think it, it's actually an ingenious process, right? As opposed to having to release a new chipset or a new uh, SKU, basically a new product every year at the beginning and the end of the year, Qualcomm basically releases a stock and an overclock, which is very much what we do with our desktop CPUs, except I think they're sold with the overclock option. So you either buy a CPU for the PC that is uh, overclockable and that, you know, basically unlocked, uh, uh, basically the clock on the CPU is un unlocked. I don't know how to say it better. Um, or you can buy the stock one that you can't, and generally there's a price difference. But those are generally released around the same time. So PC manufacturers will actually release two different versions beginning or end of the year. But phone manufacturers for the most part, or at least SOC manufacturers, generally release one type of chipset a year, a flagship and a mid-range. And then for the most part, for the rest of the year, you have maybe other lines, but those are the ones that kind of go through. Uh, but with last year and this year, we noticed that Qualcomm is starting to release a plus version of their chipset. So in the, in the beginning of the year, we saw OnePlus going with the 8, uh, 855 with the 7T Pro, well, the, the 7 Pro and the, and the 7. And then the 7T Pro and the 7T both got the 865 Plus. Generally, a slight overclock of what the original processor is. And in my opinion, just from a point of reference and from what we saw last year, um, I don't think it's worth an upgrade for anybody picking up. If you pick up a device at the beginning of the year, and let's say they release the second version of it at the, later in the year, unless there's a second feature that you really, really like, um, 
The 855 plus was not that much better than the 855 on a day-to-day -day usage. And realistically, even though benchmarks may prove you prove me wrong and they'll say, well, there is a difference. At the end of the day, you're still using the same CPU, the same GPU overclocked. So at best, you're getting a few more frames, maybe a little bit more horsepower. Uh, but I would always say get more RAM on the 855 and use that over using an 865 with less uh, or, eight, or 855 plus with less RAM. So short answer is always going to be a combination. But at the end of the day, the 865 plus is announced. And of course, we're going to start seeing devices. There's a good chance if we if history teaches us well um, that the uh, Gary, the fireman, welcome. Good morning, man. Um, that, you know, obviously the OnePlus 8T and the 8T Pro will obviously have the 865 Plus. Um, there are rumors going around as well that potentially the ROG Phone 3 will have the 865 Plus. Again, gaming phones will always benefit from more horsepower. Um, so those are things that I'm always excited about. But that was something that came out. But to kind of circle back with the Nord, um, let's see real quick here. Uh, Ox is... Uh, may have some something to do with the improved yields on the TSMs. Oh yeah, who fabricates the chipset for Qualcomm? I think the improvements or the uh, the story, at least the the, the way at least Andrew Dottori brought it in, which for me makes perfect sense. Um, it was originally it started off by one manufacturer saying, "I need you to make me an overclocked CPU because we want to make a gaming phone at the end of the year." So that kind of came out with the first ROG phone, and then Qualcomm created the SoC. Obviously, other companies were interested in that. It's like, "Hey, you have a different version of your processor. It works a little bit better," you say. So one of those things came about, and of course, uh, that was the first generation, and then of course, second generation with the 855, and now the 865. And it seems like Qualcomm will be continuing. So there's a good chance, you know, year over year, the 875, the 885, all of the, you know, I'm going with numbers. I'm not sure what they're going to be called, but yeah, um, I'm excited. I think it's a good thing. I just don't think it's worth an upgrade. So if you buy something at the beginning of the year, it's not worth it for that specific consumer. That feature or that uh, that processor. I think for the most part, if you are on a two, maybe a three year cycle and you're about to upgrade and you maybe skipped or waited to see how that first generation of the device did, did or perform in the market, that's the time you want to pick up. Um, but for me, again, I'd like to see what, what other things OnePlus can actually bring into their devices. Like I said, 865 plus, pretty good chance. Like I would say 95% chance. It will be in whatever version of their devices come out at the late of the year. It's been that way. It always goes that way. There's no question about that part. Um, Tammy has a quick question here. Do you think, uh, um, as it's happening uh, with laptops on the market, that in order to get more power, you can add uh, the an external GPU? Some mobile devices, phones and tablets might get something similar. Um, in the current setup, in the current structure that we have, we don't have interfaces that allow us to use external hardware on, a, on an Android. Android does not allow us to have that. The, the, uh, the system isn't built to support it. Can they do it? Yes. Um, but because of the fact that um, mobile devices in nature are mobile, in a sense, uh, even more mobile than laptops, because laptops generally for them to use those accessories that you were talking about will have to be immobile because those accessories are not mobile, right? You bring in your laptop, you plug it into a dock, you have access to an external GPU, an eGPU. And then at some point, obviously, you're starting to be able to play games that normally your laptop could not handle. And I feel like that situation uh, could work for Android, but it has to be natively developed. And I think at this point, um, it, it depends on what you're looking for and how much would you want to spend on a smartphone that starts off around a thousand bucks or maybe 1200 bucks and then add an external accessory as opposed to just buying a laptop that has those things. Uh, I think that's where the, the difference, the price has to drop enough for it to make sense for the, for the general user. And, um, 
So Matt Tyler saying the RG phone three is going to be my phone for the rest of this year. Gary, no more swapping until next year. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, so if you guys haven't heard or haven't seen, Matt posted a picture over on it on Twitter. He picked up an ROG Phone 2. We finally have an ROG Phone 2 in Matt Tyler's hand. So um, enough, enough uh, discussions and, and conversations going on there. And, uh, you know, but yes, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going on. I think August is going to be pretty exciting. We're going to see a few announcements beginning of August. You know, Samsung uh, pretty much pinned the August 5th date as their unpacked, their virtual unpacked event. Um, the one thing I'm excited to see, which we haven't probably seen yet in leaks, is to see those. How does the actual, you know, it, the standard Note 10, uh, the Note, well, the Note 20 will actually do? Uh, for me, um, I, I'm gonna be honest. The, the the leaks and the renders that I've seen with the Note 20 Plus uh, or the Note 20 Ultra, whichever, um, are interesting. I like the design. I like the color. Actually, that little nice goldish color that kind of came out. Um, but in reality, honestly, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see like how how are they going to make it special realistically? Because for the most part, the Note 20 the Note 20 is really intended to be the S20 Ultra for the most part with the S Pen. I'm I'm waiting to see what Samsung's going to kind of bring in that is unique, that is interesting. Because at this point, it seems just more incremental kind of update. The S20, uh, S20 Plus were upgrade minor upgrades to what we saw last year with. S10. They took away the headphone jack. That was kind of a downgrade. But you know, we got reverse wireless charging. We got faster reverse wireless charging. And of course, now we'll we'll have to see how the Note line does. Um, I may decide to pick it up. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't usually get any Samsung devices on the channel. So for me, Samsung is always going to be a out of pocket kind of an experience. Um, and I generally will end up having either to. Gary's gonna have to screenshot that. Yeah, no, I we we know we know how it goes. Gary, Gary and Matt, they love to kind of just go back and forth with the ROG phone two and three. Um, again, my goal is to see how it goes. Will I? I'm not sure. Uh, if anything, um, this is also the first uh, you know virtual announcement for Samsung. I was at the last announcement for the S20 Ultra because that was one of the last events they did in in February before the official you know lockdown kind of things going on. So the short answer is, um, you know, I, I would I would be interested to see how it goes. So we, uh, sorry here, Tyler had a quick quick thing coming up in there. Um, with all the Samsung phones out there right now, I got a challenge for you. Use every Samsung S one, uh, every S one, uh, one basically one a day. Example: the S one on on Monday, the S two, S three, and S four. I wish I had all of those S's, but I have a few S's in here, and I have a an N in the uh, in the house, and I was trying to get an A, but. Um, S and yeah, I, I always wondered what Samsung is spelling because so far it spells like it's they're trying to spell in the Samsung. Um, I, I will have to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely try to do a comp, uh, like a nice little experiment, try a different Samsung device every day and see how they compare. Um, so the, the one thing about it though with Samsung, because I didn't tend to have to buy these devices, I tend to not to keep them as much. So um, where I currently have the S20 Ultra, if I do decide to pick up the S uh, the Note 20, I will probably have to sell the S20 Ultra because that kind of pays for the next device and that light just turned on that's how we like it um but before we go too far actually i did want to mention to you guys uh, i want to show you guys real quick what this looks like um those cases that i got from ghost tech and then this is going to be uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that one so 
Ghost Tech sent in a few cases. They have a few cases for different devices, obviously for the S20, the S20 Ultra. Uh, this case is actually very unique because it actually features a, a full body case. So if you're looking for a full body case, like front and back, so it provides coverage for the back as well as the front part of the device. And one thing I found that they did very interesting here is that they actually included a little sticker here. And this actually goes over where the fingerprint sensor is on your screen. So that even though this does not touch the display, this is actually very, you know, it'll just sit on top. This part will be glued to the glass so that your fingerprint sensor can actually work, work directly with this case. Uh, could not test it out, unfortunately, on my device since I have a glass protector. I tried and it doesn't work, but this case definitely looks very, very nice. Uh, and again, uh, this one is an IP68 certified case. Uh, there's a, a QR code here made specifically for the S20 Ultra. And then the other case they sent me for the S20 Ultra, I think it's right there. Uh, and I'll go ahead and just, we'll do that real quick. So this one is the case that I have on right now. It's a see-through case, uh, nice red coloring here. There's good grip on the side, buttons, everything kind of exposed, the microphone, and of course, a bigger port here down uh, for the bottom. And of course, wireless charging, everything works great. And it does have actually a little bit of a raise here for you guys, so in case you want to protect the lenses. So definitely really nice for those. Uh, but again, the big, big surprise that I wasn't expecting, and I was kind of surprised that they sent it in the box. And for our fans of the, uh, you know, the LG V60 uh, department, uh, is this guy. It's a nice little case. Now it is see-through, but it does definitely change the color of the device. As you guys know, I have the white one. We don't have the blue one. Uh, but this one, it kind of makes it look a little bit gray, and it has that nice little kickstand, which I really like. So big display on the uh, LG V60. Obviously, stereo speakers. We're getting really good experience, and of course, now we have you know Goku all around. Really, some really nice cases, and I I will make sure there's a link for you guys in the description below if you guys would like to check out Ghost Tech over on Amazon. Uh, they provide a lot of great cases. Uh, not just for the S20 or the V60 line of devices. So thank you very much for sending those cases and, uh, of course, uh, sharing those uh, those cases with us, of course. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do a full video, but I did post about them over on Twitter as well, as well as Instagram. Let's go back to the comments real quick. Um, so David, uh, Davis is so, so what was the one phone people let go that they wished they hadn't? Ooh. Okay, um, I'm. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, the I, I would say the Sony Xperia One Mark II. I I was very, very, very. Um, I mean, not very reluctant to actually even send it back. That was how bad it was. Um, the device as a the phone as a um, as an upgrade is great. They did a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of people did not. Um, I may not. I think not are not able to maybe not appreciative of it uh, could be because of not using the first generation, maybe could also be depending on the needs that they're using. So what I looked at it essentially is from a device and an upgrade and what it offers us. I personally like the control that the Xperia 1 Mark II offers. Uh, I like the Xperia camera, the Cinema Pro and the Camera Pro. Um, is it a perfect system? Absolutely not. I'm, not, I'm never gonna stand here and say, you know, this is the best thing since sliced bread or anything like that. It offers a lot of things that people want. That's the thing about the Xperia 1 Mark II is that when you see what it has, and if you've gone through the iterations and the and the different generations of Sony devices, you understand the philosophy and you understand how big of a step this uh, this device is, and why is it worth it if you're considering to pick up a device. And when, you know when you look at the price point, still no word of the Xperia Pro. That was another device that we talked about months ago. That is still kind of vaporware. Well, not vaporware. We saw it. We have an idea that it's coming to Verizon, but you know we still don't know when and what. Um, 
in the US at least, we still don't have access to the Xperia 1 Mark II. We still have to uh, import it, uh, but hopefully not too long. Uh, two more weeks on the 24th, it'll be available. Uh, let's scroll through here. <laughs> David, why don't why you answer? Uh, they're going back and forth. Okay, so that was the question from David. Let's go back. Um, do the Ghost Techs make cases for the Opal Find X2 Pro or the RG Phone 2? Um, you know what? It's a great way to find out. Ghost Tech. Uh, my, I'm going to say probably, I, I hope they do. Uh, and, I, and I can say that pretty, uh, pretty safely. We can actually check out their website. So here it is, phones, cases. Uh, so they cover iPhones, Galaxy, Pixels, LG, Moto, and the Scarlet. Scarlet, that that okay. Now I'm interested. Oh, the um, the the A gates, the aerial. I'm assuming these are oh, okay. So those are the, the different ones. So, no, sadly, they don't. Uh, no Oppo, they do support iPhones all the way from the SE 2020 all the way to the iPhone 8. Coincidentally, they're the same one. Um, the S20 Ultra all the way to the S9 Plus, so that's the earliest pixel. Uh, ooh. okay, guys, we have something new. Ghost Tech, uh, this is cool. Okay, let's let's bring this up. Actually, okay, okay. So Matt, you're. I'm gonna give you credit for making me do this. Let's go ahead and bring in screen share two. And Ghost Tech has a picture of the Pixel 4a on their website. This, this is cool. This is cool. This is going as a screenshot. Uh, I want to say thank you, Ghost Tech, for 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 doing this. And I'm okay. I, I'm hoping. Uh, okay, this is cool. This is really cool. So yes, Ghost Tech is is showcasing the uh, the <laughs> the Pixel 4a as a case that they support, which they don't. That is so cool. Okay, so I'll go ahead and save that here. And uh, yeah, that was actually very, very unique. Sorry, I just had to do a case. So if you guys are always you know, interested to see what the uh, Pixel 4a will look like, uh, it's going to have a case for $14.99 uh, straight from Ghost Tech. Um, and you can customize the color. So we can definitely see here the camera array, the different colors. So you know what, guys? We now know at least there's going to be a black one. Ghost Tech will support the case. I am buying this. This will go into my shopping cart, my friend. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, Matt, no, they don't support uh, those devices. <laughs> so uh, yes, so use the, yeah, 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 no, definitely. I, I will definitely do that uh, that challenge here. Uh, unfortunately, I've owned and I've tried too many phones now and <laughs> I'm into retirement, Devin. Uh, the Pixel 4a with a rear front-facing finger screen. I'm a fan of the design, yes. Well, I mean, but I'm so surprised that it is actually even here. You know what I mean? Like when you see leaks and then you you kind of like uh, some brands kind of either activate a page too early or too soon. Uh, but I am super excited that it is available. I will go ahead and save that as well, my friend. Uh, where am I saving? Uh, apparently, I am saving them on my desktop. So that, that shows you that's not a good place to do it. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, definitely really excited stuff. So they do have that. And I really hope... Oh my God, front-facing punch hole camera. This is, 
I mean, I know we're looking at the case for the phone, but guys, we're, we're actually getting a chance to see. So power button, volume rocker at the bottom. There's a, a little option there, the bump on the back, uh, the kickstand option, and of course, the protection. The SIM tray is present on the right. This is this is all. These are some really good pictures of the Pixel 4a. I, I'm hoping this is the real Pixel 4a. Oh my God, this is cool. So yeah, uh, if you guys end up uh, interested to find out more information, the Pixel 4a uh, make good cases for the Find X2 Pro. Uh, you know, it it is very interesting. I have to say, uh, it's hard to find cases for the uh, for the Find X2 Pro, especially if you got the leather one, which is another thing because you want to enjoy the color of it, right? There's different versions of the Find X2 Pro, uh, but the leather is hard. And there was a case, and I think Matt and I were talking about, and I think you picked it up and. I'm, I'm sorry that you know it didn't turn out to be as good as it was supposed to be, but yeah, um, yeah. No. <laughs> that I I had no way to 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 be able to plan that. By the way, Matt. Yeah, no. Uh, it was purely because you asked, do they make cases for others? And I'm like, yeah, let's just show it. And then of course uh, we see the Pixel 4a main. I, I have, a, I'm I'm pretty sure um, it's going to disappear off the site pretty quickly the moment we start tweeting about it. So. Uh, if you guys do tweet about it, please make sure to tag the show, um, and it'll be nice to, to kind of give us a little bit of publicity. Uh, I will definitely be tweeting about this as soon as the show is over. Uh, unfortunately, uh, unless I, I want to basically stop the entire thing here, uh, and we can kind of multitask, and then we can go from there. Uh, so let's go ahead and do... Uh, <laughs> and uh, just as a heads up, uh, my son did uh, send a message over. He did finish uh, the Frieza saga over on uh, Kakarot. Uh, so this is a uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the video game. He's, we're playing it on the Xbox One. And uh, he completed the Frieza saga this morning. And we finished, uh, I think, the original. Uh, it, we're, we're moving along, but Frieza was a big, big part. So um, he never had a chance to see the entire series of the Dragon Ball Z. And he playing Kakarot for me uh, was a way for me to let them or let him experience playing or going through the saga in the view uh, or from the viewpoint of a game, basically, because you get to play it, you get to go through the different levels. So if you're a big Dragon Ball fan uh, and you haven't played Kakarot yet, definitely check it out. Uh, it's a great way to reminisce, but it also a great way to go through the series again. And for my son, it definitely works great. Um, he has this oh you have the ceramic yeah that's why uh put this on twitter and maybe be the first to post it uh, we'll have to i i, I want to be able to do that right now guys but i feel like uh i, I don't know if you guys would, would be willing for it to give me a ah here it is so aditya posted it right there uh the pixel 4a aditya beat me to the gold yay no no um it is absolutely fantastic it'll get more people hopefully to jump in uh, thank you, Chemi, for the retweet. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> so let's go ahead and put it in uh, here. Let's bring up the pictures. And of course, TK decided to put the pictures on the desktop because that's how TK does it. So we're going to bring in both pictures. Yeah. Um. This is, oh my God, this is crazy, guys. Seriously, like how could you have, how how else could you have started the day by other than just doing this? Um, but let me go ahead and do this here. I'll bring it up there. And I don't want to lose looking. You know, make sure we're, we're still streaming together. So I am going to get a little bit closer. Hopefully you guys are good. <laughs> well, wait. Ah, dude, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So here it is real quick. Uh, we'll move this one first. Let's go. Da, da, da. Actually, here, yeah. Here we are. And this one looks good. 
We'll go ahead and crop that a little bit and I'm actually going to remove the first one and then add it again because I want to actually put that picture second. And then this one will zoom in a little. Save. Absolutely fantastic. So here we are. The app made by Google. Ah, made. I can spell. That would be the other thing. I, I could I could have done many, many things if I know how to spell. The made my Google at Pixel 4A. Cases are live over at Ostec. Ostec products. And let's go ahead and get a. We'll get a link to the uh, to the actual live stream just so that we can get people to kind of join. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, and we are talking over at, and here we are. And it is posted. It is live. We are going crazy. This is actually cool. Uh, I, I <laughs> so we'll have to see Pixel 4a. So you can definitely see Pixel 4a uh, covers. And yeah, no, definitely this is exciting. So yeah, yeah with that, <laughs> I do apologize. Thank you for everybody for hanging in. Um, I, I saw your tweet. I retweeted your uh, your tweet already, Aditi. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Uh, ooh, Frieza Saga. Yeah, no. I, so for me, it's really fun because uh, they changed a little bit, right? So the storyline isn't exactly the same. They changed a few bits here and there. But the fact that you can play Gohan, the fact that you can play Frieza, you can play, um, I think you can play a little bit of, um, I forgot who it is. So you play Frieza, you play, uh, oh, Vegeta, Fre uh, not Frieza, Vegeta, Goku, Gohan. Um, you play Piccolo as well. So up to now, those are the characters we've been able to play. And then, of course, you fight over the Ginyu Force, and there's the whole the body swap thing. And the whole the whole concept of I think the Frieza saga is definitely one of my favorites because of the Ginyu Force. They're so animated, you know, so not the fighters, but then they can still kick your ass kind of thing. Uh, kick your uh, Buteus Maximus, as I like to say. Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely. Retreat it with comments. Lull. Yeah, no, of course, man. Um, so the 813 versus the 865 plus, I think the 813 is on its, uh, I would probably say on the, on this last, uh, basically kind of few steps, the, uh, we're kind of switching it back a little bit more. So the 813 was pretty much the last one, last device that we'll see the 813 running on is the 2020. So the SE 2020, um, the A14, which we'll probably be hearing about very, very soon. will definitely have its own, um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it'll be a powerhouse to start with. Is it? Is the 13 comparable to the 865? It's hard to tell. We don't have any specific numbers as far as how the performance the A65 Plus is going to do. Uh, but if you just go based on generational upgrades, uh, A13 is last year's model, 865 is this year, as well as the 865 Plus is actually kind of like the end of the year. Uh, if you're considering to compare in the both, you'd have to basically compare how they work because you'll never see one on another's device. You'll never see an iOS device running an A65 or an 865 Plus to compare them kind of a thing. I think at the end of the day, Apple always provides a great, smooth experience with the A13 uh, processor, which, which with whatever device that they're using. So if they're going with the A13 or the A14, they're definitely going to be able to optimize the ecosystem for that. Uh, one thing I would definitely appreciate is getting everybody's um, 
Yeah. Oh, dude, thanks. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, DTA. Oh, man. Thanks, man. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll see what, what made my Google says. They may... Uh, <laughs> uh, hope, hopefully, they'll, they'll still be cool, right? You, you guys think they'll be cool? I think they'll be cool. I, they, they like the channel. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, Anu, uh, is uh, pretty straightforward. I think they're both going to be great. There's no question as far as comparison. Uh, right now, the A13 is operating very nicely on the 11 Pro, 11 Pro Max, or even on the 11, or even on the iPhone SE. I think the A13 is a quite a capable processor. Uh, putting them head to head or overall head to head as far as a competition, I don't think it's really functional unless you're in that ecosystem. So it means if you want to upgrade to the A13 or the A14, that's when you start thinking about it. And of course, if you're thinking of going to the 865, you'll benefit there. Uh, but horsepower wise, I I would believe that the 865 Plus should be faster and more capable than the A13, namely because it supports 5G just out of the box. So that by default already gives it kind of a leg up. And the 865 already had that, where the A13 does not integrate that. And the modem for that is, still, is, is different. So... At the end of the day, we'll have to see how the 865 Plus kind of does kind of go through there. Uh, Angel, uh, could you recommend a case that is thin that covers all of the ports? Um, I I, I want to say, um, I, I'm so I think overall. So you're thinking of a case that actually does more waterproofing. So that case that from Ghost Tech, if if you notice that Ghost Tech does cover the the phones or the device that you're looking for, um, the case that I showed you guys at the beginning does cover all of the ports. Uh, if I can find that case. Oh, you know what? It is. It is not in the case, and I'm just being a mess. Uh, so the case itself, the first one I showed you, actually covers every single port, uh, and it actually ends up being more of a. Let's go ahead and do this. Let me switch over to the top camera for you guys. So here you go, Angel. Uh, and I'll bring it over here. So if you no notice right here, so this actually has a cover here. This actual plastic covers every single port, every camera. And then when it's combined with the main case, every single piece is covered. So even the port at the bottom here, to be able to access the USB-C port, you have to actually put your nail in there and then separate it. And that's how they get the IP rating for the case itself to be able to provide you that water resistance. So it's definitely one of the better options that they have. And if you can find one of these for them, this will work great. It's not great in the form of basically protection on the glass because it's not really very, this is very plasticky and this one is as well. But I feel like the case they offer here, this one is stronger. And you should be able to get a much better experience with that. So uh, Ghost Tech makes some really good one. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think some of the other companies I've reviewed in the past also cover um, not all the ports, but um, I want to I want to say that there's a few. I'll try to find some more and I'll link them in the description for this video. For some reason, the Frieza and Cell Sagas were all my time favorites. You know, so at the end of the day, if you think about it, right? So it's a great development of the character for Goku, as well as the, the relationship with Frieza, right, with uh, Vegeta. Because that was the time where F Vegeta kind of started changing sides. He was originally kind of, you know, fighting with Goku. We kind of had that Raditz fight that's in the first uh, first beginning part of uh, Dragon Ball Z. And then he goes back to Frieza's ship, and then there's that whole discussion going on. And then he's fighting with Frieza, trying to get all the Dragon Balls, and there's that whole fight. And then, of course, that's in the Cell Saga is when you start seeing him kind of change over. We see the character development of Vegeta, but we also see the the development of Goku, you know, going into King Kai's uh, planet and then, you know, reaching next levels, uh, learning how to do Kaioken, uh, switching over into, you know, the rage. There's a whole bunch of things that went through. And of course, we got to see Super Saiyan when he reaches Super Saiyan level. And of course, in the Cell Saga, when he starts fighting and then you get the androids and, you know, you get Android 18 and 17 and then there's Cell and then there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. Uh, 
I feel like if there's ever been a like a classic series, I, I'm with you. The Cell and the Frieza Saga are definitely big ones. Uh, Cell obviously never comes back because it's just done, and Frieza just keeps coming back. You know, obviously even in Dragon Ball Super with uh, you know his golden form. So uh, to me, always, always, uh, I, I really should do a, a podcast, one of these podcasts, just to be you know just Dragon Ball stuff. I think we'll we'll definitely benefit, uh, and we can actually spend a few hours talking about that. Um, Tyler, uh, nothing to do with phones, but with the PlayStation 2 game, GTA San Andreas, has stored, uh, okay, so has stored less than 8 megabytes, but the PlayStation 4 version uh, game is at 3.2 gigabytes. Wow, okay. Um, the only thing I would probably say is the graphics. I think it's the, it's the graphic engine. So it's more than likely the libraries are much, much bigger. Uh, and what I would probably also say is I did, I placed on the PlayStation 2, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it all running off the CD? So most of the data was actually just on the CD. Uh, so everything was actually loaded there. So they didn't really need as much. And I feel like with uh, San Andreas on PlayStation 4, there's just the way it's coded. It just has to be where it demands more libraries. There also could be a lot more DRM stuff put in there as well that they kind of put in as checkpoints for people to be able to not copy it uh, as easily, I would say. Not, not not to say that you could or you couldn't, but I would say Google is your friend. That's how I like to say it. Um, Matt's jumping back in. Uh, do you think that Apple can handle all of its own brand chip manufacturing? Um, they're taking a lot of they're taking on a lot by keeping everything in house. I think it's the smartest way to do it if you if you're able to if you think about it. I think what they did is they leveraged Intel, they leveraged some of the other processors on the market till they were able or till they were ready to be able to unveil their own SoC. Um, I think the fact that they can control the making of the processor, making of the phone, uh, down to the, um, you know, the, 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 not just the display, obviously, since they don't make displays, but I'm talking about just the internals of the device is one of the main reasons why even this phone can even exist because they own everything and they don't have to worry about having to go back. You know, if, if this scenario was on Android and, you know, a manufacturer now has to go back to, let's say, you know, uh, Qualcomm, MediaTek or any, and, you know, the SOC manufacturers. And they say, hey, can you give me last year's model, the 855 plus? Uh, and I'd like to buy, you know, like, a, a, I don't know, a million uh, pieces, um, you know, Qualcomm or even, uh, you know, MediaTek would be hard to press to say, you know, I'm sorry, we don't make those anymore. Uh, those are made. Uh, now we're up to the 865. Would you like 865s? That's something that Apple can do. They can go back and get the A13 from last year and start producing it. Obviously, since they haven't started producing the A14, but if you guys know, they probably already did. We just don't know about it. So at the end of the day, does it make sense? Yes. Um, is it going to be the best experience? We have to see. We have to see how the actual processors run. Kind of like what we saw with the MediaTek, not the MediaTek, with the Exynos, uh, with Samsung over on mobile devices. Samsung used to be Qualcomm all the way, and then they just and they, you know, the media, these Exynos model came out, and then uh, for some time the Exynos model was actually exceeding the Snapdragon. It was more developer friendly. Things, you know, it was easier to work with the Exynos model. Uh, and then, of course, having the ability of jumping over uh, into the Qualcomm now is basically what everybody wants to do. They're catching up to Qualcomm, and I feel like uh, Apple wants to be on its own, and they don't want to compete. So if they're able to give you that smooth experience on the the inbuilt house chipset with, based, obviously, you know, with the uh, with their own new MacBooks and also on, uh, I think it's going to be a great experience, and it'll help Apple uh, exceed in that market. And of course, uh, it can bring down the prices of their inter internal components much much lower, which increases their profit margin. So think of it that way. It costs them less to make their own chip than it is for them to buy it from, from another manufacturer. And because of that, they'll make more money by that. So I think that's one of the main things they want to do. 
I think Google is about to shut down the live stream. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. So I'm not running it on my normal Wi-Fi and uh, knock on on wood. We're still going. We're still going. We are at uh, 42 minutes. And again, thanks again to Alcatel and T-Mobile for uh, running the podcast. Uh, let's double check here real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll we'll see if it catches on if enough people start checking it out. We'll we'll have to see. It's just it's interesting to see a case with the phone in it and different views and different things into it. So to to me it was very much. Um, and I didn't get a chance to show it to you guys uh, a lot here, but let's go back. I, th I think I think I did, but let's go ahead and bring it back into the stream. So uh, if we're looking at just overall images. So here's the first image. You get to see the phone in the back in the case. Obviously, there's the Google logo, the fingerprint sensors in the back. It does look, if I'm not mistaken, like it's a single sensor, dual tone LED flash with some type of either, I don't know if it's a laser optical system or something like that, but there's two punch holes here on the left side. See if we can get a better close look. Um, on the other side, obviously, it's just a little bit more of a look at the bezels look minimalistic and looks like here's the... I don't know if that's the front-facing. That looks like a microphone, or maybe this uh, something close to the earpiece. We'll have to see that when we get on the other end. Uh, jumping forward, front-facing camera, punch hole camera on the left. And uh, I'm not sure, but I think this is probably the lanyard option. So this is probably where they're going to be able to put in a lanyard. Uh, power button, volume rocker sitting on the side here. Um, on the bottom, we have two openings. More than likely, one of them is for the microphone. The other one is USB-C. And of course, the bottom fire speaker, headphone jack, of course, and top mounted microphone. I think if I'm not mistaken now that the other one was uh, more of the microphone. So let's go ahead and bring it in. Can we get close? Oh, my God. We can get closer, guys. Uh, SIM tray, very nice. And I, I don't know if this is legit or if this is based on leaks, but or they just wanted to put it in to be able to get it. Let's go ahead and jump back here. So let's jump into the full view. And yeah, you know, that looks actually like one of the microphones. So we should be okay. And then let's jump back into the last few images here. Uh, that's just the kickstand. That's the case. Ah, here we are. Let's go ahead and open up the camera. So yeah, so that, yeah, that pretty much looks like it's a single camera, although they decided to go with the square co cover on the back, which kind of mimics what we saw with uh, the Pixel 4. Uh, it's pretty much single camera, dual tone LED flash, and some sort of sensor sitting at the back. Uh, for the Pixel 4a, which is exciting. Uh, there's going to be four, three colors from Ghost Tech if you guys like to check them out for $14.98. And it looks like it arrives around July 15th to the 18th. So that's a couple more weeks, uh, or no, next week. So that's when they'll be available. Uh, but we'll, uh, that one, so we can kind of solidify saying that we talked about the Pixel 4a. We can get that out. Uh, hope Hopefully, uh, I hope uh, hope they Google take, uh, take in a to take it in with a sportsman-like spirit and still have you on Team Pixel. I hope so. I hope so. And this was purely a, uh, like, seriously, I I wasn't planning on going on Ghost Tech. I mean, I was, obviously, I knew I was going to talk about Ghost Tech stuff today, but I wasn't planning on going on their site. And I have a feeling, um, okay, I'm, I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, guys, but, uh, do you guys know? Hold on, let me just bring it back. There's one thing here that I'm not sure if this makes sense or not. Uh, it says Qi Power Matters, wireless charging ready. 
I'm not sure if that means that they're saying that this phone will have wireless charging. I don't think so. I don't think we've seen any rumors saying that it is going to have wireless charging. So I would literally take this information with a very, very large grain of salt. It's I don't I don't realistically think it's very, very, very credible. Um, Intel is having a tough 2020. I think Apple dropped their chips, and AMD's new chips are uh, are ultra uh, for ultra books. Uh, looks to be a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. No. Uh, I think Ryzen or AMD has. So here's the here's the, here's the big thing for me. I've been Team Intel for a long, long time. Um, but about a couple of years ago, when the Ryzen chipset came in, I jumped on the 1800X processor. That was my first chipset from M from AMD. Um, Ever since the long, long time ago, back when AMD was pretty much known as just as an aftermarket processor that you picked up on devices that were generally cheaper and nobody really paid attention and you pretty much stuck to Intel. And Ryzen came in and then you have the Ryzen 2, Ryzen 3. And then now we have, obviously, I have the 3600X on my, on my uh, desktop. I love Ryzen. So desktop processors for me now are all going Ryzen. I'm still running Intel for my laptop, mostly because of the availability of different Ryzen chipsets in there. But for me, desktop all the way Ryzen. And of course, NVIDIA for GPU uh, performance. Uh, but I think Apple seriously has, if if they're able to, and they are, obviously they do, have the ecosystem to support their own chipset. It's a smart business move. The concern with it, obviously, is the performance. So we need to see how it compares realistically on a day-to-day -day usage with updates over time because manufacturers, and when I mean manufacturers, software uh, programmers and you know companies need to optimize for the new chipset. So obviously, that's going to require some support from other, by, uh, other companies. But Apple is big enough that people will. There's that ecosystem and that support. I think the people that are, for the most part, kind of concerned right now are the people that literally just bought an, a MacBook 16 or they just bought an Apple product that is going to have a new generation of it come out with the new chipset. So that would be my only concern to uh, see how that goes, uh, if, if that makes sense there. Um, so there's a rumor of the same uh, chassis being used for the Pixel 4a and the 5. Perhaps uh, the case is being built for both. Uh, it is possible that the oh, that the 5 might have wireless charging. And I feel like maybe maybe so. There's a good chance that I think this may be fitting into both. Although, as you can see with the cutout in the back, definitely kind of says that this is the, the, uh, the 5, sorry, the 4a, uh, not the 5. Because I think from what we saw with the 5, yeah, from what we saw with the five is that the five did not have a back facing sensor and at least it had double sensors that was the other thing here we pretty much look like we're using a single sensor with that square cutout uh more like to mimic what we got there at aditya dave uh, davin saying uh that's a good call it uh, it took me a while to buy a pair of okay okay so yeah they were talking about headphones in there and they're, they're trying to go through some of those things uh but yeah so with that i do want to transition a little bit with you guys uh just to show you some of the cool things coming up uh, one thing I definitely have been enjoying for at least uh, three to four weeks now, uh, it is something called the GameSir. This is the VX2, which I kind of put it in for you guys in the uh, in the title of the live stream. Let's go ahead and switch over to the top camera real quick. Uh, again, that's the case that we were talking about before. Uh, the VX2 is a gaming well, it's a gaming uh, mechanical keyboard, and what I say by that is, if you notice, it kind of just mimics half of your keyboard, the left side of the half. So anything from basically uh, we get here from the T, G, and uh, and B, and of course all the other letters, and exactly as you would expect it. It is mechanical. Let's make sure if I can bring that over here, you guys. 
you guys can hear it. And uh, the really cool about the, the really cool thing about it is it is RGB, so I can actually turn it on for you guys. You'll notice the color turn on here. This mouse has been something I've been using for quite some time, but this is definitely very nice RGB configured. It has a built-in battery, does connect via USB-C, so you are connecting it and you can use it directly with your PC, so you don't have to use battery. And one thing I like about it is that it also works with a wireless adapter. So this adapter can plug in, plug in directly into your PlayStation, into your Xbox, or even to your Nintendo Switch, and of course, to your PC if you'd like to use it. Uh, it does have uh, an adapter here for the Xbox controller. So when you're playing it with the Xbox controller, you plug this directly into the Xbox controller, and that becomes more, uh, you basically are running this keyboard through it. So you put the controller down, and then the keyboard becomes your mouse and keyboard here. So great for gaming, great for accessories. I featured it in a video over on the Amazon li uh, live stream that I did a couple of weeks ago, or, or I think about a week ago. Uh, I'm actually use it uh, as far as an editing tool for my videos. So I like to use it to edit tools. I change different macros. I have a keyboard layout for Adobe Premiere, and I really like the configuration. Now, there is that little LCD top bottom uh, option here. You are able to connect it to a smartphone to upgrade the software for it, and of course, just use it the way you normally would play. And what I like about it is it declutters the experience of playing games because this is pretty much where all of our configurations are on a keyboard when we're playing games. So you have the front, back, left, uh, you have the map, the jump, so the space bar obviously is much shorter, uh, the M button here, the Alt function, all of them, and of course, the main function be, uh, buttons at the top really good and it does actually support a usb type a connector for the mouse this mouse obviously will work with your pc and if you just want to use this with let's say a wireless mouse of sorts like in this situation with here with the mx3 that i have this will work again exactly the same situation you don't have to use the existing mouse although this is very nice and um this is more of a gaming mouse than the mx3 because it is lighter very easy to use and the cable on it is very nice and threaded um, I will put you guys a link in the description below. And I've been actually using this to play my Warzone game. So I'm actually, that was the other thing I'd like to jump into. Uh, it'll be nice to start. Uh, so Matt, on Sundays, every Sunday, actually, if you guys haven't seen it, and I do apologize for handling the microphone. Um, Sundays, every Sunday, uh, across the podcast is uh, between Matt and Sam over on Twitter and they live stream every week and they're basically it's a very good very kickback uh, live stream and uh, Matt if you don't mind do you mind letting me know or confirming for me actually <laughs> that'll be better uh, the guest for tomorrow's show uh, I, I, I don't want to say the name if, if that has changed or not uh, when you tweeted that you had this in the house I generally got really you know it's exactly yeah um, and what's happening too which is really cool um, I think a lot more YouTubers are starting to get them. I saw a buddy of mine in Qatar, um, Mr. Q from uh, Rakami TV. If you follow him, it's a great guy. Uh, it's an Arabic channel, so if you obviously need to, if you if you if you're a fan of the language and you know it, definitely check it out. Uh, he received one. Saf got one too, and one it was one of it, it was in one of his unboxings. And I actually reached out to Saf and I told him you got to use that in Warzone. It is absolutely the best. Um, it's not for using, obviously, for doing anything other than gaming. I think most people will use it there. Uh, for me. That's going to be the uh, the best situation. Uh, so, okay, good, good, good. So you you're hearing it here directly from Sam uh, from Matt directly. Sorry, uh, not Sam. Sam is not. I don't think Sam is in the chat. I didn't see Sam. Uh, but so Sam and Matt tomorrow uh, across the podcast, we are what uh, they are going to be hosting. Uh, Joshua Vergara, obviously a friend of the show, been on the show before. And I'm really looking forward to check out that conversation. So it's a great little chat. If you haven't checked it out, uh, one o'clock across the podcast. They have their own Twitter account as well as uh, I generally will uh, be retweeting their show as well. So they stream on Twitch, which brings me to the next statement. 
Um, so earlier this morning, before we started the live stream, I, I've been playing Call of Duty. Uh, you know, war, uh, I've been playing Call of Duty for a, a long time, but I actually started been playing consistently last maybe a couple of months, and I am going to start stream, streaming on Twitch. Um, I think my gameplay is starting to get good enough for me to actually not look too bad in front of people. So that would be one of the reasons why I want to do it. Uh, but the other reason is I think I want to just, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we'll get to the secret on that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all, all I have to say is genetics, Middle Eastern genetics. That would be the best way to say it. Uh, short answer, uh, I did the test run this morning and I realized that there's some limitation into what I'm able to do. My current setup, the laptop, unfortunately, is not powerful enough to live stream or to stream a game and power a whole bunch of different things going on at the same time. So I have an external monitor. I have a whole bunch of different devices connected. All of that running from the same system. And of course, being the system is a laptop is even though it's a, uh, a concept D running some of the latest processing power, it is not strong enough. I noticed a lot of stuttering on my on my game lane. And um, I will try to catch it. Sure. But, but what I'm trying to say essentially is that I will I will start playing and streaming games uh, on on Twitch every once in a while, uh, mostly just for fun, because I'm like, I'm, I'm already playing. Why not? Why not just stream it? Why not just have some people watch and you know give me some comments? Maybe some people can give me some pointers. <laughs> we'll see. Short answer, that'll be basically kind of going on. Uh, I'm not sure what schedule that's going to be. It's going to be more of just uh, whenever I'm playing, whatever time it is, I'll just go online. And it's easy because I use my Twitch account to watch uh, Juan Carlos's live stream on Monday and, of course, across the podcast. And now I'll also be able to produce some content. I think Fat Produce, um, Andrew Wallace as well, is uh, producing. Uh, he puts out videos as well. So it will definitely be a, a good thing to, to check out. Um, <laughs> a man never, never reveals this power. Sure. No, um, it's it's it pure genetics. That's all I have to say. Where, where it where God taketh away, God giveth. That's the best way. Uh, and I, I think this was weird. Uh, the the beard kind of, um, in the beginning when I first started growing it, it was more just to see how long I was able to keep it. And then once I let it go a little longer, we started getting the the stripes kind of going on. And um, that kind of took over. And and actually, if you guys know, the, the, the brand eh, right there, the brand, the channel brand now is pretty much this. So can't get rid of it. It's pretty much locked in now. It's uh, it's on contract. Uh, actually, funny, funny thing. Uh, first time ever, I got an email from a sponsor from a company that does uh, beard products that wants to put in a an ad, do a sponsored ad into some, uh, some of my videos. And we may see them on a podcast in the future. So I'm in negotiations with them. It'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, playing some Warzone. Uh, we need to squad, definitely. So my goal essentially is to start up like kind of like a little squad and we can start playing and ranking up ourselves and getting better. And um, I think that's the fun part of Warzone. Uh, it's the fact that you can play with friends and you can play independently. So you can just go loot. You can just do you know battle royale and kind of thing, or you can you know play solo or just jump in and do like a team of three, a team of four, and just go have at it and play in a more strategic manner, which I feel like is very, very much a fun thing. Since we are stuck at home, we can be together this way. So Matt, definitely uh, wait for you. Uh, hit me up with that link for the for the squad. Uh, a DTN, oh, the KZs, oh, yeah, Davin, yeah. The, so Davin is responding back to DTN. He's like, uh, saying um, that the KZs look really, really underrated as a brand for headphones, definitely. Uh, Juan Carlos can't say good enough thing. I mean, he can't even, the, he loves that brand. It definitely is one of the better ones that he likes. Uh, it would have gotten something uh, from there outside of my, uh, is my issue. Okay. And I think I'd have, oh, oh, yes, definitely. So the custom molded 
the ones those definitely are very good especially for people that have unique ears that you know the general ear tips don't work i feel like that's always one of those nice um like Seda Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, uh, I don't think we got to the level. Omar doesn't know who Seda Man is. I'm assuming, I think you meant to say Seda Man uh, from uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah, man. TK, so what's your three favorite smartphone design of all times? Um, so for, first one that, that jumps into mind right away is the Galaxy Fold. Honestly, it's the design function, um, absolutely fantastic. I, I wished it was more durable. I, I feel like the, the durability factor was the big issue for me. Um, that would be number one. Uh, the second one I would have to say is, um, I think the Xperia, the Xperia, the 21 by nine aspect ratio. It's a very, like, it's hard to, to explain, but when I first held the Xperia one last year and I like, this feels like a remote control. It's just so tall and so narrow. Uh, but then when you use it and you start con you know, consuming content off of it and you realize that it actually loads more than one page, it's a very unique experience. So I would have to say, yeah, that definitely the Galaxy Fold, the Xperia 1 design, which actually we saw the Xperia 1 Mark II. So those are two designs that are very, very unique. Um, I'm actually kind of a, the third design, which may not sound like a very you know unique and very like out there kind of thing. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the current design that we have with our smartphones are actually very nice. There's, there's thinner and they're longer. They're not as long as what we see with the Xperia 1, but definitely a good form factor, making it easier to use with one hand. Because I think for at one point, we were getting just the device were, devices were getting too wide for us to compensate for bigger displays. So the smaller bezel, the the, the narrow uh, body, and then of course, you get obviously some of them with curved edges. I feel like those are definitely very nice designs. So those would be my favorite three right now. Um, I can go in some of the older ones, like especially with the uh, like the OnePlus, not the OnePlus, uh, the original Nexus. That was in a very, very interesting design. It actually had a mouse cursor on it. There was an actual ball at the bottom of the phone that enables us to actually scroll through to open up, you know, to go through and open up a mouse. So that to me was a very unique design for sure. Uh, uh, Mudassar says, uh, what platform is the best for streaming games, Twitch versus YouTube? Um, for me, I feel like Twitch is more customizer more specifically designed for this so i feel like for me to set it up let me just say this it took me less than maybe 45 seconds of downloading the install the installer turning it on linking it to my account and checking my microphone and my camera to work and i was able to stream it was that simple that easy to go um i feel like with youtube and specifically with the youtube policies and going on i feel like they're a little bit more strict so i feel like it depends on what you're comfortable with and i also would say depending what your bandwidth can handle uh, because I can for sure say it was definitely taxing on the system that I'm running right now. And I need to figure out a way to offload some of that. I may be using a separate system to live stream, meaning I'll just use a separate laptop to live stream. So that runs most of the horsepower there and run a feed of some sort from one system to the other and, and see if we can use that with the accessory that I have here. Uh, but definitely very, uh, I would say Twitch for now, for me at least. Uh Oh, yeah, Unbox Mania. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You have a good weekend, too. And I love your thumbnail, man. I love that Xperia. Appreciate it, man. Aditya, um, yeah, I can't seem to get my uh, my beard to, to connect. Uh, so the weird thing about the beard uh, is... It didn't grow this way, by the way, uh, back when I was in my 20s. I think in my in my early 30s, I started to grow it a couple of times, and I noticed that it kind of, it has some patching. The best way I would say is this. If you have any kind of issues where there's some spots, you notice that it doesn't connect all the way. If you let the hair grow, it naturally just combines itself when you start fixing it. So I think overall, don't let that discourage you. 
go with it, um, let it grow, see how it looks, and then see how you're able to basically put it together. Because everybody will have a different look. Not everybody can grow the exact one. Um, and for me, this is pretty much a goatee. This is not even the whole beard. This entire area behind the actual beard is actually shaved down very, very short. This is the whole, the whole thing is literally coming from the goatee. Um, so that's why it kind of looks like I can actually just cover this. You see, it looks very short. But when you look at here, everybody's eyes just shifts to this part. So uh, I would say grow it, Aditya. It's perfect time for it. We're wearing masks. Nobody would know. And if you don't like it, you can take it, you know, take it off right away. Um, unbox. Oh, dude, Canada. Good morning. Well, it should be about the same time. Hey, uh, I was going to say, because depending on the countries, we get different parts. Uh, what part of Canada? Um, East Coast, West Coast, French or English? Because uh, I think we have Steve DeRoche that's uh, from the uh, French side of Canada. Uh, <laughs> is it is it a Burma shave? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is. I, I haven't heard of that term before. Um, it's a, um, I, I want to say it's a Van Dyke, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong with that name. Um, oh, so Matt Tyler jumping in. Do you think that the new leak with the Samsung wireless buds, the beans, spill the beans, TK? Uh, styly of, uh, what kind of, uh, slightly, a sh yeah. Um, I, I saw the leak. I saw the pictures. So Max, Max Weinbach and, you know, Max jumps into our, our jump, our, our live streams every once in a while. Uh, so he posted it and I saw the beans. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're not going to be lost. That's, that's the first thing that jumped into my mind. The presence of no, like it literally, it looks like it kind of sits inside of the ear, which I'm assuming will give us better audio. Um, it didn't seem like it has any kind of um, in-ear kind of component to it, which means more than likely it's going to have pass-through audio. So that was the first thing that kind of jumped at me and it kind of made me a little bit concerned. Um, not that I'm, I don't like that design, but I personally, um, and, and I'll say this, I put, uh, there's a video coming up tomorrow morning on the TickPods ANC. I'm hoping, obviously it's not going to focus. Let's do this real quick for you guys. So here, so the TickBots ANC video is going up live tomorrow morning, Pacific Standard Time. Um, and one thing that TickBots did in the last generation of their, of their headphones, which was the TickBots 2 Pro, um, they gave us very much like an Apple AirPods type of experience, which kind of make it sit in the ear and allowing external audio. It was a great pair of headphones, and it is still a great pair of headphones, but you tend to have to ex uh, to raise the level of the volume on the on the headphones to compensate for external audio, which defeats the purpose of headphones or in or earphones. I keep calling them headphones. And um, what we're seeing here with the uh, with the, with the new ones with the ANC is that they included a, a silicon tip that actually makes it so even though they're using the same style, uh, it actually enables you to actually have a better seal around the ear and of course noise can not noise cancellation noise cancellation and noise reduction. So it works much better. Um, the new one that you're talking about, Matt, I feel like they're missing that. And I feel like they're they're going to be those pairs of headphones that you're going to lose. They're going to be the pair of headphones that everybody's going to be like, well, they look stylish and whatever. But then when you have them in your ear and they're this size, I just, I'll have to wait and see. Obviously, the, the August 5th is right, right around the corner. And of course, with a new Galaxy Watch, we're also hearing a lot of good things about that. Uh, I have mixed feelings about that right now. That's That would be my pro my personal take on this. Um, so at TK Davin, I want to spectate on the Xbox 360 with the, uh, oh, I would love that with the Ryzen chip in it. Uh, what would be a good as a personal device for me? Um, uh, so, uh, I, I, I want to say definitely the, uh, I mean, 
I'm assuming from a gaming standpoint, I feel like this the game server would work really nice for you. But I'm you're saying you want to spectate on the Xbox 360 with a oh you want okay I see it. the Xbox 360 with a rising chip in it. Oh man, the Xbox the Spectre 360. My mistake. I know I'm reading things and I'm not actually getting things correctly running here. Let's bring it up here. Need to refresh my mind with the Spectre 360. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's the HP. Sorry, yeah, that's what it is. Um, and so I actually think it's not a bad device. I think overall, from what I'm seeing here, it's actually a, a decent, uh, well, decent chipset. Uh, and it actually it's a foldable, and it looks like it has it, at least the current one that I'm finding. I'm hoping that's the one you're looking at, which is the i7 model. I think that's actually not a bad idea. I think it's a good system, good, flexible, has pen support, and it looks really nice uh, from what it offers. I think the 13.3-inch display is definitely going to, depending if you're comfortable with that size, I think that would be something you want to consider. Sorry, I'm looking at the monitor as I'm, I'm actually, I wasn't familiar with this, uh, the Spectre uh, specific uh, specs in there. Uh, Davin, shout out to TK, remembering the old trackball on the trackpads early on. Exactly, no, but I mean, so if you think about it as a design, that was a very, like, uh, there was a few devices that had it, all HCCs, obviously, because there was an HCC thing. And then, of course, it just disappeared. Uh, I have, I still have the Nexus one, and I turned it on, and that trackball is there. I remember uh, there used to be an app, I forgot the name of the app, but it was an app that allows us to actually change the color of the trackball. There was actually an LED light under the trackball for the Nexus One that enabled us to change the color on it for notifications. So people were using it for notifications and of course, just customizing their device. So absolutely, really, really happy there. Um, I'll, uh, oh, Aljosa says, hey y'all, uh, sorry for being out of context, but does anyone know of an HS power control, oh, how know of the HS power control on XPR1 market works outside of games such as with Netflix? So, um, HS power control works within the gaming center, the gaming uh, the gaming center, kind of like the game center for uh, Xperia. The only way to do it, to use it with external apps is you just need to add this application as a game. So once you have that in there, it automatically launches and then you're able to turn it on. Uh, it will work pretty much the exact same way. The moment you turn on that feature and you have power plugged in, it no longer charges your battery. So whatever battery level you have will basically be consistent and power will basically run straight off of the cable, which essentially means you're charging or whatever you're using. If you're using the stock charger, they'll be at 18 watts. And if you're using, uh, let's say, uh, different ones, I think the maximum was 21 that you're able to use uh, power delivery. Sorry about that power delivery uh, charger with it. And that's how you get it to work. I think that's about the only way to get it. Uh, but it does not automatically run if you don't have uh, Netflix or the app specifically listed as a game. I, I kind of figured what you meant there, uh, of course. Uh, those uh, those molded ones are definitely, don't, yeah, definitely on, uh, on the Casey ones. Noise isolation, uh, it's actual noise cancellation. So the ear tips fit into the ear. And I think you're talking about the TickBots uh, ANC. Uh, the tips fit in the ear, which provide noise reduction because of the isolation. It's blocking sound from coming in. So by default, it drops it a little bit. And then with the active noise cancellation, it drops even more. So yeah, but uh, the cool thing about those is that there are, uh, they're 90 bucks. They're like literally 89 bucks for a pair of ANC headphones, which is really a thing. Um, I think uh, Samsung have lost their uh, marbles with those buds. Uh, I think they're pushing the limit. I think this is an experimental uh, phase for Samsung this year. Like, you know, we had the S20 Ultra with that really large sensor, 108 megapixels, but then we were having a hard time getting focus on it. Um, 
I feel like this is the year of experimentation. I think we've seen uh, the, we know that the Galaxy Buds Plus work great. They're definitely a great upgrade from last year's Galaxy Buds. Uh, so I'm kind of a little bit interested to see is like, why are we seeing a second version of Buds in the same year, six months later? That would be my thing. Uh, unless they're part of a combo of sorts. Uh, please, please make a setup video. Um, I'm assuming, uh, Mudasser, I think I'm assuming you're talking about the, uh, the ANC ones, the tick pods, uh, that's going to be coming up tomorrow morning. Uh, so AM Pacific Standard Time, roughly about 6 AM uh, on the channel. I was going to post it today, but I felt like, and I did that one time before where I post the video at the same day as the live stream and it just kind of loses. For some reason, the algorithm decides uh, the video doesn't matter. We'll push, we'll, we'll send everybody just the live stream. Uh, I'd probably combine it with uh, an audiologist, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely with an audio with an audiologist, logist, ah, audiologist, uh, audiologist. Got it. Uh, appointment. I think he's responding back. Uh, <laughs> Greg pushed pushed the wrong button. Uh, I knew I, I knew you were going to talk about changing the color for the LED. <laughs> Exactly. Did you have one, Devin? I'm assuming you you have enough uh, enough information on it. I'm, I'm assuming I'm tempted to see if you actually played with one of them back in the day. I actually had to buy mine back because, um, of course, back in the day when I I was you know buying and selling phones at the time, uh, the Nexus one was sold. It was never contracted, so you could never get it on a contract. So I had to sell that to get the Nexus two which obviously will go into the Nexus 3. Um, Chemi's question is, what do you think about the uh, companies removing accessories like the charger? So last time we talked about this, we, there was discussions with the whole um, Apple removing the charger out of the box. And then, of course, shortly after, we start seeing rumors that Samsung's going to be removing chargers out of the box. I mean, we barely started to see Samsung providing us chargers that are actually considered to be adequate speed to charge our devices. I mean, remember, for the longest time, Samsung was carrying um, adaptive charging as their charging brick for on their devices for the longest time, which essentially was Quick Charge 2.0 uh, when everybody was already going to 3.0 and then we obviously saw OnePlus and so on. And now Samsung includes the 25-watt charger in all of their boxes, which is a good thing, and I really like that. Um, not the fastest solution as their 45 or even obviously if you have something faster, uh, but I, I feel like not including it in the box is a disservice to consumers, especially since current sister current situation. You know, when they took the headphone jack or they took away the headphones out of the box, we had Bluetooth. Everybody has them. Um, most users, you got to realize, enthusiasts are a very different breed of users. Uh, they generally may have additional chargers, but they won't have the fast charger for everything. Uh, that's a situation you have to kind of consider for them. But what about other companies, other people that use uh, devices when they open up a box and they spend $1,200, $1,500 on a phone, not having a, a charging brick and having to pay an extra 50 bucks or 60 bucks for it. That's, that's crossing a line that I feel like not a lot of people will be happy with. There's a number of people that will be perfectly comfortable with it. They'll be like, I never even used the charger anyways. But that was when the charger was a slow charger. If your charger in the box is the fast charger for your phone, Trust me, you're using that brick. So I I think that is a bad, yeah, I, I really think that's a bad way to go. It's not a smart thing to do with any company, especially, especially when all you keep thinking about is raising prices. So obviously you're thinking about profit margins, but at the end of the day, you have to make it so that the consumer feels they're still getting a good value and they're not feeling like they're missing out. 
Uh, Davin's responding back to Aditya, Matt Tyler. Uh, one showed off some really solid headphones that he got uh, molded to his wife's. Yes, so I, those were the ones I was actually referencing when he was talking about. It looks like a conversation going on there. Uh, Davin did own the Nexus. So yes, yes, of course. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. For you to know all of that, that has to make sense. Oh, TKception. Yes, so this time I am not going to forget to do the TKception. Last week, I want to say... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I forgot, but I think uh, there was a viewer that generally reminds me to do the TKception. And let's go ahead and bring it up here. And I'm going to do it now mostly because I don't want to forget to do it later. Not to say that this was this is kind of getting into the end of it. So one, two, three, go. <laughs> it never... It never stops being fun. I, I have to say that it, so from, obviously you guys are seeing it here. So for me, I get to kind of see start and boom. <laughs> I was like, why not? You know, TK Inception every week. We got to remember to do it. Um, I, I think it's a great, it, it should be a great thing to always do in the actual show. So to get people kind of excited about it. Uh, let me go ahead and bring this back here. And let's bring up Twitter. In the, looks like there's some traction picking up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, exactly. So uh, thank you, Matt. Your your tweet is definitely going really good. Uh, El Jefe. Oh, man, I just saw a picture from El Jefe posting with uh, some of the other guys over there. But short answer, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things going on. Um, Davin, I own the Nexus one, and I love the OG Desire. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Desire series in Europe. So that was the reason why. So in Europe, they, they came out with the same so HTC. There was the Desire series, which also had... Um, the the little touchpad option, but they also had additional buttons next to it, which is a little bit different than what we saw with the design that we got on the Nexus One. Uh, both were good, but I wish I hadn't sold the Nexus One. I had I had bought it full and restored. So, um, kind of a little bit of tip: uh, eBay is a great place. I picked up my Nexus One for thirty five bucks, uh, it, and it, it was it's pristine. It actually does boot up, which is the other thing. I picked it up from I think some guy in in Northern Europe that had still had his and obviously just didn't use it. Uh, I can't use it. Uh, I can't even log into it because uh, Google doesn't support login uh, information to it. Uh, and of course, I don't have a SIM card that fits that phone because all of our SIM cards are massive now by comparison. But excited that you guys definitely check that out. Uh, Mudassar says, mobile phones are so expensive by uh, t by today or in, during these days, but companies are removing chargers, hands-free, etc. What do you think as far as going on there? Um, I think one, we need to look at that in, in two different folds, right? There's the version of, or there's one side of the conversation that looks at is, uh, how is the technology moving forward? Are we moving into more of a wireless connected uh, kind of an experience? And I feel like wireless technology is moving, is going in the in the direction where everybody wants that, you know, not necessarily disconnected, but like just not wire running everything. Um Traveling across the world, going to different countries, going to different places, I have seen that in most countries, even in Europe as well as Asia, wired headphones are still a big thing. A lot of people still use wired connections to their smartphones because they're not all using devices that took away the headphone jack. Um, but as far as companies wanting to go that route, um, you know, if you look at it from just a, like a, a company wanting to make more money by including less thing or selling you more stuff. I, that that's just not the way to do it. I think at the end of the day, the reality of the matter is you want to give your consumers 
a good experience, a good experience that they enjoy enough that they would come back next time around to buy more stuff from you. That's always going to be the model, the model that you want to be able to get people to go with. If manufacturers start doing this at the higher end point, and then you have the mid-rangers that are getting ready, pretty close to those flagships that are going to provide you with those experiences, with the chargers, with the cables, and so on. At the end of the day, you're blurring that price point difference. If I have to buy a $1,000 phone plus another $100 worth of accessories between headphones and, and chargers, um, but then I can buy a mid-range device that you know includes everything for about 700 bucks that runs pretty much roughly the same processor with the 865 or you know what we're seeing like with the um, uh, kind of like the, the Red Magic with the 5G or even with the Black Shark devices or even the Mi 10, not the Mi 10 Pro, but the Mi 10 uh, or even OnePlus devices. So it's going to make it into a harder case for people. So I feel like they need to be careful I personally don't think it's the right move. I think if you're trying to increase profit margin, try to find uh, better, more innovative ways to reduce cost of manufacturing on your end. Kind of like what Apple's doing by trying to make their own chips, reducing cost of manufacturing, and of course, increasing profit. That's a great way to do it. So Oppo uh, 65 watt charger is, um, is too much for me and usually charges slowly overnight. And I think that's because of the uh, they have an option in there to do to do that at the charge overnight slowly. Only use overcharger in an emergency. It's not good for battery, in my opinion. So um, so Matt's referring to the fast wireless, the fast charging that we have on the Oppo Find X2 Pro. So one thing that we want to keep in mind is um, Oppo's doing a couple of things in here to try to mitigate battery life or battery health. First and foremost, they're not actually charging at 65 watt. They're charging two smaller batteries at 35 watt, 30 watts or so. And of course, by comparison, when you combine them, they charge respectively at a roughly about 65. So you're kind of splitting the current between two. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, one thing that would definitely be really functional for us is the ability of having better uh, scheduling, like option where it charges slower at night. I think that's a great way to do it, but I don't even think Oppo even mentions it. I think most people will just recognize it. I think it's a great way to do it, a great feature to have on your device. Uh, but yes, no, definitely. I wouldn't recommend charging your device that fast all the time. Uh, I would definitely opt into the more slower process. So the TK Inceptor is a weekly event. Um, I am not complaining. <laughs> It's supposed to be a weekly event. And uh, what happened last week when I was talking to Sav, I think I was pretty much just so into that conversation with him that, um, no, actually, I take that back. No, when we had the conversation with Sav, we did do TK Inception. I think it was last week that I didn't. I kind of, it it was kind of a weird, uh, I didn't get a chance to remember it. And I think there was a gentleman that always kind of jumps into the live stream and kind of mentions it. So I appreciate you, Matt, letting me know and reminding me of uh, the TK Inception there. Uh, for charging, uh, quick question before that. So I think the Oppo has one of the proprietary battery temperature controls too. Uh, it does, but it, it is one of those things that the device definitely warms up. So just overall, I think I saw somewhere where there was, they were actually in one of the reviews that we saw, I think it was Android Authority, David uh, David Amel mentioned that the charging speed on the, um, on the Xperia 1 Mark II was slower by comparison to other devices. Um, there's a couple of, you know, here and there, you can kind of think about the fact that, yes, I mean, it includes an 18-watt charger in the box. Now, it does support 21 watts, but it also it only includes an 18-watt. Uh, but I feel like Sony's approach to charging the 4,000 milliamp battery in first is not to overheat it, not to kind of provide too much uh, too much uh, temperature concern, concerns, because remember, Sony's uh, hardware in general has a heating issue, Um 
if you remember all of their Sony cameras when they first started using uh, 4K sensors, and it would basically shoot for no more than maybe that five minutes, 10 minutes at the max because the system overheats. Um, and actually, even the Xperia 1 Mark II in certain situations, if you're outdoors for too long and you're shooting 4K, you are going to see that heat temperature issue. Um, and for that reason, they decided to go by default without having to stress the system. Uh, and I like the fact that it has that feature where it tells you, like, let's say I plug it in at 9 p.m. at night or 10 p.m., then it will charge it to 100% at 7 a.m. the next day. It doesn't have to keep charging it all night. It'll just do trickle charge all the way to the level that it needs, therefore extending the life of the battery. And I feel like I think that's what you're getting to, Matt, with your uh, with your version on the X2 Pro. Um, that Oh, power. Yeah, the power amp. Power Amp Plus and the new cans. Oh my God, Davin, you're you're making me having to go pick up some software, man. Um, I think Oppo has some. I think we talked about. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then for charging, uh, my kids are now watching this stream with me, uh, and my eldest uh, just waved at you. Hey, good morning, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hope you're doing well, and I uh, I hope it's not too late for you. I hope you're doing good. Um, and uh, Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think my niece has also watched this live stream, and I do want to say hi. I hope you guys are doing good, um, and and Omar's doing great. He just finished the uh, the the Frieza saga. My one of my nieces loves Goku. Um, get an e get a get a SIM card adapter kit and uh, try to put. So, Davin, I I, I tried doing that. Um, my concern, I think. So, sorry. Quick comment for people uh, jumping in. Uh, Davin's commenting on uh, the uh, Nexus One. So the Nexus One supports a bigger SIM card than what we currently have with the NanoSIMs. So I can technically use an adapter to get it in. Uh, that would solve the problem of connectivity, but it still doesn't solve the problem that I can't log into the account. So uh, the version of Android on this, I think it's either Eclair or Ice Cream Sandwich, which is very old, I need to check. Uh, but essentially, it, it just doesn't allow us. Google has disconnected the servers for that. And the only way of being able to try to find workarounds on this is to try to go through the browser. And, uh, and I couldn't get it to work exactly. One of the reasons why it's also because it's kind of tiny. I think trying it out, I probably will. I still turn it on and make sure to charge it every once in a while just to make sure that the battery doesn't just stay dead for an extended amount of time. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there, are, there are adapters that you can definitely use. Um, Vasikos. Um, I still have my Nexus S, uh, and it works, but the single core processor and 512, 500 megabytes of RAM is brutal in 25. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Try to play pub. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, don't try. Um, I, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's, it's very hard to, uh, to justify that, but yeah. Oh my God. Single core, man. Remember when they first came out with dual core and we were like all like, Oh my God, two cores. Um, OEM should give people uh, the choice. You can buy the phone and get uh, or uh, and get it credit if you want to, uh, your own charger, uh, and you want to basically use it at your home. And I think so. That's a good way to approach it, um, and I think that would be a good way to kind of ease us into not having a charger. Um, I, I I think at the end of the day, we, you know, if they sell you, so I, I realize like when you first buy a car, you don't buy a car with um, you know you don't get ga unlimited gas with the car, right? You have to buy gas with it. But they'd sell it to you with a full tank of gas. When you walk out the car, when you walk out of the, uh, the lot, you get a can that you know full tank of gas. Um, and it is expected that you're going to have to buy gas because car manufacturers don't make gas; they just make the car. When you buy a uh, uh, like a device, there is there is an existing ecosystem of supporting it. Smartphones 
in general, use a cable to charge, right? Wireless chargers, cable chargers, all of those things are generally things we don't usually use in the home for other things, unless your, your technical, I would say your current technical setup is advanced enough that you have USB-C everything uh, and you're able to basically support things like that. Uh, and, you know, or even lightning, that's even another conversation because um, Apple doesn't use USB-C yet on their, uh, on their smartphones. They're using it mostly on their iPads. So the question would be is who has a USB-C to lightning adapter sitting around that hasn't, that is not being used and they're thinking about picking up a new iPhone. So those are the things you want to keep in mind. Uh, but I think the credit is definitely a great choice because it gives you the choice of, um, get a credit for the 18 watt charger. Let's say we're talking about like, you know, with, an, uh, with Sam, with Sony, and you can apply that credit towards the 50, the 21 watt charger or even something faster if your device can support it. Samsung can do it with their 25 to 45 model. Everybody can, and it can benefit from that. But I feel like it's, I still think from an initial standpoint, um, it will hurt anybody walking into a store to pay 1200 bucks um, and say, oh, by the way, you need this $50, $60 charger because their chargers are not cheap. Uh, we're not talking cheap accessories. We're talking minimum 35. And if you're talking about the fast charger, somewhere between a 50 to $75. So it's a purchase and it will rack up stuff. So at the end of the day, you'd have to kind of see what it is. Um, I saw something where the Oppo themselves confirmed that they're getting, uh, that to get down to 75% of battery capacity over the life of their devices, if you keep using VOOC charging all the time, not worth it for me. That is hard. That is hard. Exactly. Uh, you're, 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 you're kind of like basically choosing the, the lifespan of the battery over, uh, you know, over the fact that, well, take that back. You're using the, you're choosing speed and performance over capacity. If you drop down to about 75%, that's, you know, from a 4,000 million battery, that's a thousand milliampere that you're not able to use. And I don't know how many people are willing to basically go with that. And uh, if we say anything, you know, with the fact that where Apple was throttling people when battery ca capacity starts dropping, that's even another conversation that I don't know a lot of people will enjoy having, uh, or, or working with it there. Uh, I think that was your comment right there. Um, and I think the S7 Edge was down to like 30% after three years. Uh, I'll take the 75 any day. The S7 Edge, I remember, had a lot of concerns with the battery capacitor. I think that was something that, uh, that Samsung did have a problem with. Um, not, not even to mention the fact that the S6 had an even worse battery life, which was another conversation uh, with the series there. Uh, but I agree, 75 would be better. But again... We shouldn't be that way. They, uh, faster charging should come at better technology, not faster charging at the at the expense of battery life or battery health life. Um, Eighteen. I, I, oh, I need me some of the uh, some of the, uh, and max out at twenty two. Uh, have even oh yeah for traveling. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's uh, I think the is jumping back regarding the uh, the charger on that one. Some family show hashtag. That's how we do it, Matt. That's how we do it. We say hi to everybody, cousins, nieces, nephews, um, personally, you know, and even my son. I think once in a while, Omar's actually, I don't know if you guys guys had a chance to check it out. So this has been a part of the show and I hopefully will keep this as part of the show. Uh, so Omar put this together uh, about uh, maybe a couple of months ago. So we started on our uh, Lego adventure. So let's go and bring this up here. I'll show you guys. Uh, not that I'm not proud of him, but he actually, he's very good at Legos. He really likes them. And uh, we put together also that robot that we got from Xiaomi and I posted over on Instagram for you guys. Um, so yeah, I, I, it is a family show. It is a really cool way to kind of just showcase. And I have that little pilot just sitting there, you know, in the background, see whoever picks up on it. Um, hey, fourth gamer. Welcome, man. Oh, yeah, man. So 
battery technology, it, we need to see better technology. We have to see better technology when it comes to batteries. I mean, we're, we're demanding bigger batteries and we're starting to see devices that are, you know, bigger batteries. So the S20 Ultra is like 5,000. There's a really good chance that the RG Phone 3 will be at 6,000 again, because what we saw with the RG Phone 2. Uh, so the question is, you know, do we want to sacrifice battery life, uh, battery health, uh, just to be able to get the faster charging? I'd say there has to be a median. I think at the end of the day, not everybody needs their phone to charge from zero to 100. I mean, like um, the Red Magic 5G 55-watt charger charged it from zero to 100% in 42 minutes. But the device heated up. The fan kicked up. There was a lot of things that definitely were having to go in there to compensate for that amount of heat being generated on this device from the heating up the battery, which over time definitely does not help. That's why in the box, the Red Magic 5G does not sell with a 55 watt charger. It sells with a short, the the 18 watt charger, I think. Um, but we need to find better ways to. Uh, basically be able to have uh, the charge stay obviously work better hold more but of course not have to go so fast to charge it um, oppo is one of the leading companies when it comes to charging technologies uh, as far as speed and we see oneplus carrying right after them which i think i've, I've heard some rumors um you know that the oneplus 8 pro or the we yeah, have the oneplus 8 T Pro uh, will have, you know, like the 65 watt charger that we see, you know, that kind of VOOC speed charging uh, that we normally see with Oppo. Uh, and we've always wanted VOOC charging on, uh, on OnePlus devices, but I'm happy with 30 watt charging wirelessly and wired on, an, uh, on a OnePlus 8 Pro. It charges it quite fast and it doesn't get it too hot, which is another thing. But it, again, we need things like that. We need people to, to not jump on the bandwagon just for the sake of it, but give us a better experience with it. Um, that is a beautiful Lego model. Uh, also a TK. Isn't there a popcorn review uh, video? So yes, if you guys haven't had a, check, a chance to check it out, I do. Oh my God. Thank you, Aditi. I forgot about that one. So uh, Popcorn World, uh, not that long ago. Uh, let's go ahead and do... Oh, I love this. So I, I did this little cool thing. I, I bought an Elgato and the Elgato has a way of uh, the, the stream deck. And I have a way of basically just configuring it um, to work as, uh, let me just do here. And this one's on my son. So if you guys haven't checked it out, I'm trying to plug in my son, uh, but actually I am. Uh, oh, Omar, how come I cannot spell his name? Omar Bay. Here. So let me bring that back into the show. I just want to show you guys real quick. Uh, and I'm not going to play the sound here because it's going to go through. Uh, and I don't know if we're going to be breaking this. So here, I'm not going to let the video go too long, but it's a video that I have um, that I did over on my on my son's channel. His channel is Omar Bay. And uh, of course, the, uh, the video is about... My God, like I was like, I want to say 40, almost like 40 flavors of popcorn. And you can see the massive bags that we had in there in the side. Let's go ahead and bring this into full screen. So there was all these popcorn with the exception of like one big bag that doubled as one of the smaller ones. Every single one of them there was a different flavor. And we did a video there and it was basically from uh, uh, LeBaron. And this is basically, uh, I think is it um, Popcorn World? Just look it up. Uh, there's a link for that. And I'll give you guys a link to this video. Uh, in the chat, I think if I can actually post, let me see, can I say copy? And, and here we are. So that's the video that I posted over. And it is basically, 
it's just absolutely free. And basically, oh yeah, 28 different flavors, not 48, sorry. Uh, and it is basically, but give the world a flavor.com, which is popcorn world. And they're they're just absolutely fantastic. Uh, they had a flavor, which was dill pickle. I would have never picked up a dill pickle flavored popcorn, but it actually works. And it is really good. And they have a spicy version of that one. Those are one of the two of my favorites. Uh, my sons loved uh, the, uh, I think it was the birthday, uh, the birthday cake. And then, of course, I think there was a, uh, oh, the movie popcorn one. So that was just basically movie popcorn with butter. Every kid would love that. There's no question there. Uh, but if you guys haven't had a, check, a chance to check it out, it is over on Omar Bay's channel. Uh, and uh, we did post that video not that long ago. <laughs> uh, Oh my God. Yeah, no, those bags are massive. Uh, and I'm like, I'm really surprised. Uh, LeBaron did a really good job with the, the the flavors and he keeps coming out with different combinations. There's a lot more. He didn't send me every flavor that he has. Uh, he asked me at the beginning, I think when we were starting the talk, he said, what's your, what would you prefer, you know, sweet or savory? And I said, I would, wouldn't mind a little bit of both kind of thing. And I was expecting like, you know, a couple of bags, four bags, tops. And then seriously, that, that behemoth collection of popcorn, and it took us a long time to finish it. It was a long time because these, even the bags, even the tiny bags that you're looking there are actually a full serving. So to me, it was way more than I could handle. Uh, but thanks, Nidia. I appreciate you uh, bringing that. I forgot about that. Dill pickle. Davin, I, I say this. If you like pickles on your burger, if you, if you enjoy the flavor of pickles, so that's going to be the precursor to this, then this may be a flavor you want to try. If you don't, if you're if you're generally like whenever you get a burger, you take the pickles out right away, or you just hold the pickles kind of thing. Don't even try because this is pretty much pickles on popcorn. Absolutely fantastic. I tried pick the uh, what's it called dill. I want to say pickles uh, chips before, and I found that to be a little bit overpowering. But um, LeBaron does it really, really nicely. He does he doesn't add too much where it overpowers, but you get the flavor with it. Um, every piece of uh, popcorn that they do, they, they coating or the whatever method that they're using to coat the actual uh, uh, popcorn, they're doing a really good job with that. And I really appreciate themselves. So, uh, Gary, the fireman, right? I'm a huge fan of savory popcorn. I, I like it. And just as a reference, by the way, uh, the dill pickle recommendation came from Juan Carlos. It wasn't me. It was Juan. Juan's like, hey, wait till you try the dill pickle. Uh, I've been... I've had, I think we've had, Juan and I generally enjoy a, a very nice bowl of savory ramen. Uh, and I'm hoping that our ramen restaurant stays open. Uh, one of these days, hopefully he and I will get a chance to hang out again. Um, it, it's been hard. It's been hard. We live very close to each other and we talk, but we don't have a chance to hang out. Uh, we both are in a very, um, I, like I said, California is just going through a weird phase right now. I'll, I'll just say that. I don't want to get too weird with that one. Uh, I do like pickles, so I gotta go look into. Absolutely, so that that would be my thing. If you if you don't enjoy a pickle, if you don't, if, because there are some people like my son right now, he smells dill pickle whenever I have any pickles or whatever. If I'm putting anything, uh, he's like, I don't like the smell. It's that vinegary, right? Um, you have to like it, but once you do, absolutely. Even if you just get that, get that as a sampler at the smaller bag, you'll enjoy it. Uh, give so the video is over on the channel if you guys haven't had to check it out. And it, LeBaron is a great guy. Uh, is yeah, no, see the ETX. Uh, and uh, if you're into popcorn world, check it out. I recommend it and recommend trying it. Uh, hey, Goran Petrovic, man, welcome, man. Haven't seen you for a while. I love it, you, uh, guys. Uh, Goran, big fan of the channel, uh, been, been with us for quite some time. Welcome back. I, happy to see you join, my friend. Um, Chinmay, uh, so, so the OnePlus 5 latest auction OS Android 10 have many bugs like completely stuck on 
app settings and won't open sometime. Is there a better custom ROM? I would go with Lineage OS, honestly. Uh, I would I would stick to Lineage or uh, see if you can jump over on the beta channel. See if the beta channel on that one works a little bit better than the standard version. I'm assuming you're running on official uh, Oxygen OS. Uh, see if the beta channel works. That generally will be a little bit more advanced and they, they tend to fix whatever issues you're having on the beta channels more uh, or faster than you actually get it on the stable channel. So it's stable takes a little bit longer to get updates where the beta gets more consistent. So double check the, the OnePlus form and see see what you're getting up there. Uh, and of course, uh, if you haven't heard it and haven't seen it yet, um, like I said, my nieces, my my, uh, you know, they love the show. They're always watching. I want to say hi, good morning to you guys. Uh, of course, uh, to everybody that's watching, it is a family show. But I, I just want to say how much I love my nieces and I appreciate uh, how much they love me. I, they're always, um, they're always excited to see me, and it's, it's just there's no. The, the the smile the happiness of a child whenever you're hanging out with them and they're they're happy to see you they're happy to hang out with you i love it when i see it with my son i love it when i see it with my nieces and as a parent if you guys have kids or if you have you know little nieces and so on you can definitely appreciate having that that pure joy that that just pure and utter joy just to be around you it's just it's intoxicating that's the best way to say it but yes definitely um detail Girlfriend likes popcorn. Oh, yes, definitely. And I will watch the video. So uh, it, the flavors that I put in that video, by the way, Davin, was pretty much just going through every single flavor. So Omar and I tried every single one. I take that back. I tried every single flavor. Omar tried the ones he was willing to try. I'll say that. Uh, so you'll get to see actually a few faces on him <laughs> that I normally don't don't expect there. Uh Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so, um, sorry. This is jumping back real quick to uh, Chinmay. Definitely try the uh, the Pixel experience. Yeah, that's even better. Uh, it's a much more, it's a cleaner experience. It's closer to what you get with the Pixel ROM, and uh, you'll definitely have a lot less issues with there. And you'll, you should be able to get Android 10.0 on, on that as well. Uh, <laughs> my nieces love me too, and uh, I, I love them as well. Uh, they, uh, they, they're watching the show, obviously. They're sitting at home watching, hanging out with their uncle on Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Uh, hey, Gary. And uh, oh, yeah, Gergi. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff today. We covered a whole bunch of things, and I am still absolutely blown away that we are still. Let me double check. So history here, and I wish it would keep it. I don't know why. Okay, so uh, okay. So I guess I closed the screen uh, for it, and I don't know what the the actual link for it is. So short answer is we're still running on uh, the Alcatel. Uh, the Alcatel. Uh, I keep wanting to say the uh, Link Zone. Uh, yeah, the Link Zone Two. Didn't want to forget that one. Uh, but this time it runs a lot better. So we didn't have any problems, no hiccups, no stutters, always. Um, so I do want to say a couple of things. I do want to mention a couple of things. There's a surprise coming up on Wednesday. And um, it's not a review. It, I can't say too much about it. I'm in the middle of negotiating some stuff with it. Um, I, can't, I can say it's a surprise. And if you're around... Um, it's going to be fun, and uh, it, it's something that I haven't done before on the channel, which is a little bit unique for me, which is something that helps me. It does involve uh, being connected to everybody at the, you know, on a live experience. So we'll have to see how things go. Uh, but uh, if just, I would say, just stay tuned, stay tuned. But uh, look for something coming up from me on Wednesday. Um, it should be pretty good. 
Uh, and it, I, I think it'll definitely be something up you guys' you know, preference and enjoyment. It is tech-related as general. Uh, and um, hopefully, uh, if, if the stars align, Matt and I will be working together um, to try to get us uh, the Nord. So we'll see how that one kind of works. I'm hoping, hopefully, we'll be able to get that to go. Um, we'll see how things go. The, 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 the OnePlus devices sell out, especially with pre-sales. They like, like this. They literally disappear. Um, so we'll have to see that. So short answer next week is going to be kind of a little bit of excitement there. Um, I did tease about this and I think I mentioned that, uh, the iOS beta full uh, public beta is available on iOS devices, um, on basically the iPhone devices. And, um, I do want to put out a video regarding the SE specifically because of the issues that I've been having with it running on, uh, you know, uh, basically just running iOS 14 on the SE uh, and some of the issues that people should be aware of if they want to run beta on their phones. Uh, so that's part two. Uh, and of course, there'll be the live streams on Thursdays over on Amazon. And of course, next week, we'll also have another live stream coming up. Um, oh, speaking of which, I did want to mention, um, I did pre-order a, a new monitor, trying to upgrade the monitor in the office. I'm going to be getting rid of some hardware. Um, and I'm hoping that it comes out. It's a new Samsung. Hopefully, we'll see. It, it's one of my most expensive purchases. I, I don't think I've ever um, bought this in much. I mean, the most I've paid this uh, in this amount is generally for a full laptop, not for a monitor. So uh, we'll have to see if that one actually ships. It's supposed to release on Monday. So that's the G9. So if you haven't checked that out, check out the Odyssey G9 from Samsung. Um, and, and and I know you're going to say, whoa, understand gaming, editing videos. Those are big things, a part of my life. And having the ability of doing those both things at the same time, um, or at least if I'm trying to do streaming and so on, really good functional and it'll definitely be an upgrade for the 4K monitor that we have sitting in the background right there. Uh, so with that being said, uh, oh, quick thing. Hey, Gary. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I saw the news report that, oh, uh, Lebanon. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, thank you. Um Lebanon's going through some hard stuff right now, a lot of hard things, and they're getting hit like in many different ways, which I, I really feel bad. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in just generally just overall politics, but on top of the fact, the current situation, and on top of the fact, just people having a whole bunch of issues. So uh, Be I'm originally from Beirut, Lebanon. If you guys are obviously not familiar from, uh, I grew up there until I was about 17 before I came. Um, and it's it's hard. It's hard to see what things are going on in uh it's hard. I still have family there. So for me, it's, it's, it's very, um, it's a direct connection there. So I appreciate it, uh, Gary. And I really hope that things do get, get better in, in one way or another, they, things have to get better. They, they can't get in. I, I don't want to, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, thank you, Gary. And, uh, thank you, of course, very, very much for the super chat as well. Um, Matt, Thank you very much as well. Guys are, are absolutely fantastic. Always being here, always supporting the channel, always supporting the uh, just the effort here, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Um, you guys are truly some of the best reasons. One of the reasons why I even got into the whole, um, you know, waking up Saturday mornings and thinking, I got, you know, what am I getting ready for my live stream and so on. So those are things that I appreciate. And um, I, I have to say, you know, with Juan Carlos is kind of kicking me in the in the in the rear end uh to kind of me kind of to kind of get started and get things kind of going on as is, is always um i appreciate it so he and i were talking yesterday uh trying to get a little bit of help on uh trying to improve the audio for video uh oh speaking of which uh tomorrow's video has a an interesting experiment i used the sm57 microphone for that video 
video. So the audio experience from that video is very unique than some of my other uh, videos. And because uh, most of the time I use a, a, basically this is a Ceremonic, it's called the UW uh, Mic 9. And I've been having problems with it, uh, static, a whole bunch of issues. So if you guys can check it out, let me know in the comments, of course, what do you think of the audio? Does it sound better? Should I stick to that? Or should I try to find nothing, something else? Uh, Sam, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, I have to research it first before talking about uh, girlfriends <laughs> with popcorns. Use how? Oh yeah, no, definitely. Aditya, thank you, thank you very much uh, for the benefit of Lebanon. I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it, and I, I'm going to try to see find some some good charities as well to support down there because uh, they're they're needing a lot of help. the The economic impact that's going on right now in Beirut is it's crazy. Um, prices of things, even just basic necessities have not only quadrupled, but like five times what they normally go for, uh, from either scarce items to even just normal necessities. So, uh, I, it's, it's a big issue that's going on and it's developing, which is the weird part. I was hoping it's something that's in the past, but we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. And, and again, thank you very much, Aditya, as well as Gary. And of course, Matt, always for all of the support that you guys are doing, uh, man, uh, I no definitely I, I I actually I will make sure that the, the exactly that the money you guys all the stuff that I saw today I will be donating that directly into a cause this is for me it's um it, it is hard it is hard it's, it's hard when you start seeing things like that um and, and I want to say thanks I pre I appreciate it I don't usually try to talk about politics on the show mostly because I feel like um you know it's it's more of a personal thing not everybody you know relates or may even know where Lebanon is. And I mean, uh, as, as a place, believe it or not, for the, for the longest time, people were like, Lebanon, what? And I'll be like, do you know Egypt? Yeah, we're right next to it. Um, so yeah, no, definitely. And uh, like I said, it's 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 hard. It's hard to hear it on the news because it's on the time, you know, it's on there. People talk about it. Uh, and, and, and it's just... Um, it, it's just it's hard it's hard for anybody for people that are living there right now and, and having to go through this that have, have not had an opportunity to maybe you know immigrate or you know come and live in the u.s like for me it's a different situation uh, i was blessed and able to be able to be here you know i've met my wife obviously had my son here my life is here uh but yeah family is still there it, it's it's tough it's, it, we'll have to see how that goes and again i hope i really hope things do do work out um for for them um uh, the reason why there's because of you, man. Oh, and I appreciate it. Man. So Chimmy's, uh, you guys, and I feel like, uh, dedicated times and, uh, yeah, uh, oh, always, always, man. I appreciate it. Chimmy's, Chimmy's been a, a fan and a friend for quite some time. And he and I actually went on a trip together. Um, IFA, I want to say a couple of years ago with honor, um, it was around IFA. We didn't actually go to IFA together. We, we went around IFA in Germany. Honor was launching the honor play. It was, uh, actually the first, first play. And um, they haven't released another. I think they just released an upgraded version of it for for China only. Speaking of which, I actually have the Honor Thirty Pro Plus that I need to do a video for you guys as well. Um, I appreciate it. So uh, trying trying to do right in the world, do good, spreading the good world, um, and uh, absolutely, dude, you guys always always appreciate it. Um, with that being said, I think. I think overall, we didn't have a lot of other questions going on. Uh, so look forward to finding some more information again. Um, Aditya is saying that there's some flash sales. So if you guys are interested in the Nord, uh, please double check. Um, uh, Nord has a, a specific OnePlus Nord uh, Instagram page. So um, I want to say it's called the OnePlus.Nord. 
check them out. And they're posting a lot more information about the Nord as we see information coming up. Um, my understanding, as, as far as I understand, an announcement is going to be through an AR app. So there will be an app that we need to download to go through the AR experience, which I'm assuming AR meaning we'll probably have some type of an AR experience where they maybe get the phone in our hand. Kind of looks like we're holding it. I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited to see what kind of comes out. Uh, but AR always means, you know, so augmented reality means superimposing things in place. And what we saw with the preview card that some publications received them, and I'm assuming those are European ones, uh, the card actually when you're using the AR app makes it look like you're holding a phone in your hand. So I'm assuming that that's going to be what we see. Uh, with that said, uh, so hopefully more information there. Um, thank you, uh, Greg, um, Matt, Chemi, uh, Gary, as always. Uh, Always, man. Always appreciate everybody here. Um, you know, uh, and of course, uh, everybody jumping in. Uh, David, Aditya, all of you guys are just absolutely the best. And my favorite part of the show entirely. Whenever we're going into the show, I know we get a chance to hang out, and that's really one of the things I appreciate. Um, and I hope next week we'll have uh, you know even more exciting one. I am trying to find a good time to bring in another guest. I think you guys recommended putting in Mr. Mobile. I will try to reach out to him, but I was waiting to find out more information about the Sony Pro or even when I get the Sony uh, Xperia 1 Mark II back in the office. So that becomes more of a conversation piece as opposed to just having them on because uh, I generally feel like most other YouTubers will love to come in as, as on a subject, kind of a uh, like a theme to be able to discuss. So we'll see what I'm able to do there and I'll try to reach out as well. Um, but look forward tomorrow across the podcast, Matt and Sam, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, they will have Joshua Vergara as the guest, and I'm really excited to be able to check that out. I'll be watching, of course, cheering you guys on as well. Um, look forward to some more of that Twitch video uh, game streaming on my side, uh, TK Bay 8655 uh, not that hard. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, uh, hopefully things will get better for everybody. Uh, California, Lebanon, um, the whole, you know, the whole world, really. We, we just want to be able to, um, we want to be able to move on and, and be better for what we, what we have. I feel like I want to be at that point where we are stronger and better and, and, um, you know, learned our, our so much more out of what we have right now in our current lessons, because I feel like this is a big lesson for, for everybody, um, be it to appreciate what you have, to understanding how things are, to be understanding of other people, but also to try to support each other. So there's a lot of things going on uh, in the world that help that story and help us kind of just get to that level. So um, with that being said, thank you very much for everybody. Uh, this time, it looks like we're not going to hit two hours, which is not a problem. Uh, but again, I appreciate everybody hanging out with me. Uh, and uh, Gary, actually, I do want to hit you up. Uh, sorry. My mistake, uh, Matt. Uh, Matt, I'm actually going to hit you up a little bit later after the the stream. Um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about possible, possibly helping me out a little bit with uh, some stuff here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more how things are going there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, SGG. Oh yeah, and then don't forget Monday morning the uh, SGG QA is on uh, Juan Carlos's channel at 9 a.m. So, with that being said, Sabaho everybody. Welcome. Hello good day, good night, and good, uh, just good morrow. Just be good. Be be the good person that you are. Be good with everybody. And I hope that the good does come back and help, you know, fill your life and helps you just feel better. Um, like I said, we are, we are who we are and we need to be the best versions of ourselves during this time because that's, that's what people need. And if anything, for me, at least, um, that's what my son needs right now. He needs to see the best version of me, which I feel like that is always going to be the drive for me to be who I am. With that being said, thank you very much. 
Like and subscribe, share with your friends. Be good. I will see you very soon. Thank you very thank you, thank you, thank you very much for everything that you guys have been doing. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I'll see you guys on the next video. Uh, tomorrow morning there'll be a video going on for the ANCs. But other than that, have a good rest of the weekend and we'll see each other soon. See you, Gary. Brian. Oh, Greg, sorry. Greg, my mistake. <laughs>